Hello and welcome to episode one. 101 of the Game Trader Podcast. <laughs> I'm Kellen Davidson and joining me is Carl the Lyrical Switch. 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 <laughs> the Lyrical Switch. I'm like, is that a new dance? <laughs> oh no. Carl the Lyrical Swift. That's twice I've, done, I've messed up your name. Oh uh, broadca- I, mean, I know we're new. Broadcasting live on Twitch on the 6th of May 2021. That's why people don't call me the Lyrical. <laughs> oh mate that's all right i just say oh english is not my first oh, language oh my god um how are you? are you good yeah you well yeah i'm feeling pretty good man all switchy up here it's, it's, it's nice yeah noise 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 um so yeah uh big episode here 101 uh, every episode is a big episode on game train no matter what except for the small that's episodes right. they're small but uh, big episode, Thank you. big episode, very good. Okay, um, all right. Um, so this week we are going to be reviewing the new PS5 exclusive uh, Returnal. Uh, we're yes. going to be talking some new Pokemon Snap, uh, Heave Ho, also known as the Real Arms game. Uh, Carl will be talking about some photos stuff along the way as well. We might even uh, mention that generosity charity thing again. Uh, but yeah, we might, we might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, before all that, uh, let's roll into the news. All right. Well, it's finally happened. It's finally happened is that the federal government of Australia is finally going to support video games. The next federal budget will include a tax offset for video game development, making marking the first time the government has had a federal tax incentive for local video game development. This tax offset is set to be about 30%, which is in line with the rest of the screen sector. So that's absolutely huge. It's been called out for years and years and years now. We've had some amazing games come out of Australia, but now it's great that the government's actually getting behind it. So this will generate more jobs in the industry, etc. as well. And also hopefully bigger and better games as well. Even though we've made some absolute caucus here like goose game uh hollow knight golf story etc oh it, man don't it, talk about golf story it'd be really nice for that extra boost and to keep things rolling along so that's really 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 exciting um in other news looks that's like awesome the, why looks, did that take so long i don't know uh, in other news, it looks like Xbox and uh, Discord buying Discord ain't happening. PlayStation is partnering with Discord. It's official. Discord has knocked back Xbox's offer of an all-out all buyout, and they instead are going to partner with PlayStation. That's so much. That's such a more clever play. Like it was. Discord is just so good because of its independence, and I wish Xbox realized that. That was the only reason that they wouldn't jump on something as crazy as being offered ten billion. They reportedly offered uh, to Discord, like Xbox did, and Discord is um, apparently valued at seven point five. So a ten billion offer is massive, but it's still like these guys are amazing because of their independence, because of their creativity, and what they allow all of us to do. Like as not like just not just gamers, but just content creators and people using it all over the world to do different things, like uh, make videos and movies and socialize, and it's just like. You can do so much with it and add your own stuff to it. Oh, it was such a clever move for PlayStation to be like, oh, can we just buy like part ownership? And they're like, mm. yeah, we can do that. And now they're going to plaster that logo everywhere and it'll look like they own it anyway. Yes. That's like what right. they do with COD. That's right. Um, also, another PlayStation news. 
Among Us is coming to PlayStation, so that's another PlayStation win right there. Um, the very mm. popular Among Us is coming to PlayStation soon, so that should be really, really cool. Um, yeah. Also, online has been added to Mario Party on Switch for the first time, so about bloody time. Should have been there on launch, but anyway. So, anyway. so weird. Anyway, whatever. Um, Tony Hawk is coming to Switch in June, so get ready for Tony Hawk on the go. I guess I'll get it and have four copies of Tony Hawk. That's why not? I think, well, only one beautiful, smooth copy that's on the go, so you can play it in different rooms. That's very, very true. Um, there's a new Watch Dogs uh, update available now, some more cop stuff, new character add-in, all this new stuff. So go check Co-op it out. Co-op could be interesting. It could, I think that it, could be fun. It could be. It could be. Yeah, I wonder how uh, they're going to do it. Watch Dogs Legion, by the way. It's not one or two. It's Watch Dogs Legion. Be awful yes. if it was like oh. Watch Dogs 1. I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. what, what else have you got there? Um, I've got, uh, let's see, uh, Nintendo. The new uh, Nintendo Game Builder Garage just got announced uh, like 12 hours ago. Oh, cool. So that's, that looks really exciting. I love that they're using this concept of like, I think it's got like a, a bit of a, a mix between uh, Mario Maker and Labo in that a lot of this game is based on the actual tutorial and the characters you meet. But basically, it's teaching anyone of all ages and uh, of all levels of expertise to be game developers. And you can like design any kind of game. It's like their dreams yeah. sort of thing, but like a smaller, cuter version. It looks adorable. Uh, and that's coming out on the 11th of June, same day as Ratchet and Clank. Oh. Um, a rift apart so that should be interesting yeah, yeah. Um, also kind of game well nerd related but not game related but another thing that was happening that day was the loki tv show on disney plus but that's been moved to two days before it now oh. on the ninth so okay. it's not going to be as chock as that day so you have oh, time cool. to play either ratchet and clank or whatever else that you're doing which is the wrong decision cool i didn't know we changed to um a movie train but that's cool Wow, movie train is it's a TV show. Uh telly train. <laughs> telly train, like teletubbies. <laughs> faster. Which telly dubby would you be? Poe, man. Poe for sure. What about you? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you're gonna ask the question, you gotta have an answer ready, bro. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. La la at least. Uh, tubby train. Winky winky. Um <laughs> all right. Uh okay, cool. Uh, so that's it for the news. I'm going to hit the outro. Wow, this is a rough 101. This is very rough 101. <laughs> Wonder what episode we'll have the uh, sound effect change by. I don't even care anymore. I just, I just, this is what we do now. <laughs> you just I love free, it. You just cop it. All right. So I'll Yeah, let- I just sit here now. Let's roll into games we've been playing and things we've been doing. Yes. Yes. Ah. All right. Uh, let's kick off with new Pokemon Snap. Nice. Was that the longest R you've ever done? Yeah. That was like 30 seconds yeah. at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we make that a soundbite? Uh, uh, okay, so new oh, Pokemon nice. Snap is out. That's right. First Pokemon Snap game in a long time. The original came out in the late 90s on the Nintendo 64. Um, yep. And we finally got a new version for Switch. So like the original, uh, it has you in a little buggy thing, cruising around with a camera. You're on rails the whole time. You go through like these areas where Pokemon live and hang out. You take photos of Pokemon. 
Um, and you should then show them to your professor and your professor will then grade you on your Pokemon snaps. Yes. That's, <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty much. That's pretty much it. And then you, you go back and level up the level and then there's more Pokemon that reveal themselves and things change and it can be day or night sometimes if you level it up again or, uh -huh. uh, and, and, you know, just, um, retake the photos of the same Pokemon and try to get them at better angles, doing more interesting things on, depending on what you can do with them. You can sing to them or throw fruits to them, you know, and make them react differently. Different Pokemon react differently to different things. So you yes. have to kind of figure out what they want, what they're scared of, what excites them. Yeah. What yeah. makes them hang out. Yeah. 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 Pretty much it becomes down to a game of, uh, uh, what, what is it? Um, you know, you just try and try again, you know, it's like, Oh, will this work? Will this work? Um, etc. But yeah, um, there's a lot of different levels this time. I think in the original, there's only about three or four levels. There weren't many. With only like 40 to 50 Pokemon this time, there's like over 200 Pokemon and there's like 10 to 12 levels at least. There's, there's a lot of levels this time. I finished it today. I rolled credits on it, on it this afternoon. So it's quite... Oh, you rolled credits today? Yeah, it's quite a bit longer than the original Pokemon Snap. And then also, we're talking about getting the Pokemon in their perfect poses. So each Pokemon has four poses they can get. Um, oh, okay. Uh, different I didn't poses. Know four specifically. Yes, yeah. So it's a one, two, three, or four star pose. Okay. And then each of those poses, when you take a photo, is ranked on a bronze to platinum star level. Right. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can get like a like a platinum smile. But then a bronze jumping in the air. Yes, correct. 100% correct. I yes. see, I see. Yes. So, yeah, you pretty much go each level over and over again, try and get these pictures, and you can only put in one photo of each Pokemon at the end of a level. So if you if you do want to get all four snaps, you've got to do at least four runs with that type of Pokemon. And some Pokemon do appear over different zones as well, so you won't always be doing big repeats. But, yeah, you'll be doing at least a lot more because you've got to also then level up the course you're on um, to light level three and beyond to get more Pokemon in the area. Plus the Pokemon act a bit differently when you go up levels as well, because they're more comfortable with you. So it might be the only way to get one of these four star shots or even a two star shot, depending on what you're chasing. Um, yeah, look, I think it's a gorgeous looking game. It captures the essence of the original, um, the actual original characters in the game as well, which is kind of weird. Like you don't oh, play... is that who you play as? No, no, you play as a different guy, but he's there as like a an advisor and stuff. Um, oh, okay. And then there's these like big, super glowy Pokemon, um, and they're like almost like the boss levels in a weird way. Um, it, you, you're only going to get one photo in the whole thing, but it's got to be when this Pokemon's in this special glowy thing, and they're like very big Pokemon that you, you go around and got to do certain things to get them to shine off their big, big glow. Um, and things like right. that. So there's like these uh, mini little boss battles. And then there's a bunch of hidden mythical legendary Pokemon as well once you finish the game that start to appear. So you can go back through and keep playing to fill out your Pokedex and try and get all the mythical and legendary Pokemon as well. Oh, nice. Okay, so there's end game. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So they've done a lot okay. to it this time around. Um, look, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy my time with it. Um... It does, sometimes it can get a little tiresome. It's like, right, let's go through this level again. I've got to hit this one thing to open up the next course. Oh, shit, I missed it. I've got to go through again. But uh, look, yeah, at the same time, you're taking all these photos of Pokemon. 
Uh, it's it's fun. Look, it, it's it's just harmless, relaxing fun. If you're not a Pokemon fan, you're not going to enjoy it. I'll tell you that right now. That's correct. Uh, if you are a Pokemon fan and you have been a Pokemon fan for a long time, you'll love it. Just because you'll be like, oh, this is our favorite Pokemon again. You know? Yeah, there he is. <laughs> what do I have to do to make him come out? Oh my God, look at his cute face. Yeah. To me, I was telling Callan earlier, it was like, because I don't really know that much about Pokemon or I'm not that connected to them. I just never, I just kind of missed the whole Pokemon train. So I just know all the main ones and the ones that they show everywhere. Um, Can you name 10 Pokemon be... again? No, no, no <laughs> I don't want to name 10 Pokemon. I'm, Pikachu, Charmander, Mew, and then the same thing with the two on it. Um, Charizard, uh, Blastoise, Bulbasaur. I love this. I love this. Um, we got him to do this the um, other night after he'd had a couple of drinks as well. Um, and, and what was it? Um, Meowth and uh, Ditto and um, Psyduck. There you go. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We've got, we got a Pokemon um, Master in the house, folks. Pokemon Master. But yeah, I was telling Callan earlier about um, Pokemon. And I love photo mode. Uh, anybody that watches here knows that I, I get into a lot of photo mode. And most... Um, open world games that have it, I unfortunately spend about 70 to 80% of my playthrough taking photos. So I never actually finish them, but I take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos. So I was very excited about this, but it turns out it's, they're quite like rudimentary sort of normal photos. It's, it's nothing like crazy artistic or beautiful because it's not graphically intensive or anything. It's just a cute sort of cartoon game on the Switch. So, you know, um, I wasn't really expecting that much, but also it's really hard to, they don't judge it on like, artistic merit or anything it's just how big is it is it in the middle you're the winner mm -hmm. um which is still fine if you love pokemon but to me it was like okay this level has 50 creatures in it uh i go in and i get 30 oh i better go back and get the other 20 creatures all right and now i've collected all the creatures i'll go back and get bonus big creatures and then level five is just one creature and it's it's a whale so it's like um if you're not a fan it's quite basic it's kind of like uh, I don't know. I think it'd still be fun if you're like a, a young child or something. Even mm -hmm. if you didn't know Pokemon, it's more like coloring in books and, you know, find it's still bright and cute and gorgeous and, and really charming. But if you're a bit older and you're not into Pokemon, I don't think this is the one that's going to sway you. That's right. But speaking of photo mode, tell us about that other game that you've gone back because of its photo mode, Carl. Hey, nice. Um, Brilliant segue, buddy. I've been jumping back into Red Dead Redemption online because somehow I just found out that the photo mode snuck its way out. I don't know when that happened. I'm sure I read the news, but it must have been part of like an email with like a whole bunch of updates for online. And I went, oh, yeah, whatever. And then I saw people posting photos about like that they've taken in photo mode on Red Dead Redemption, um, which uh, not on not online. You can do it on uh, Red Dead Redemption, too. Sorry. And I've just seen all these like photo mode pictures. I'm like, wait a minute. I played through that entire game and I tried my ass off to get good photos. But all you could do was use like a old timey camera and stand it on a tripod and take like these old shitty pictures really hard to do. And you, or you could take like weird selfies. It was, it was very strange, but um, seeing that people were releasing like pictures of eagles and and bears in the wild or like this cool cinematic photos of them jumping on horses i was like what is going on here so i jumped straight in and checked it out and it is amazing it's such a fun photo mode all instead of like just changing like zooming in and out you have to actually change the lens on the camera it's very 
it's very rock star and you can hear the clicking noises of, of like changing uh, focal points or zooming in and out um, all kinds of things even if you're just changing like aperture and stuff like that you can just hear the clicks in the camera um, and instead if you want to get like a wider angle you have to take out a lens and put in a new one which is just a, a menu it's not an animation or anything they didn't go as crazy as they did early game for like pickpocketing but uh, it, it was just really pretty the filters are really nice and i can't wait to take a crap ton more photos and spend more time on that game than i should nice yeah, good fun. And what's the other game you've been playing pac-man 99 yeah, Pac-Man 99 uh, has just dropped recently. I think right at the end of March, yeah. I believe, on Nintendo Online. If you have a Nintendo Online subscription, you can play it for free, just like Tetris 99. And this game came in to replace Mario Brothers 99 okay. because that game got taken away at the same time as, unfortunately, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars has been taken off the stores. It was only a timed event for exactly one year, mm -hmm. and that finished at the end of March and is no longer available. So they also took away Mario 99. It was all part of the Super Mario Brothers 35th year anniversary mm. that they did last year. So they took all that away, which is really strange. I'm expecting that Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy will come back to the store Se separately. Yeah, separately. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. I, no, there's no word on when or how or what, what's being packaged or if it's going to actually be done better or whatnot. But they have replaced that one game with now... Pac-Man 99, which was really interesting. And it's actually a lot of fun. I enjoyed playing that more than I did enjoy playing Mario 99. Okay. That one was weird to me. Uh, some people really enjoyed it, but it just got a bit too chaotic and random. Music. So I didn't feel as in control. But Pac-Man is really fun. It plays a bit like the um, that recent Pac-Man. Do you remember that one, Callum? Championship no. Pac-Man uh, TX or DX or something. It was no. really fun. It's um, one of the better versions of pac-man but yeah so it's a lot of fun it's you versus 98 other people playing pac-man at the same time and the more ghosts you eat and the more fruits you collect the more chaos you send over to their oh, game and you, send so more ghosts. you can't eat the other pac-man no you're not like all in one big thing you're, uh. you're each playing your own game just like tetris or mario was mm -hmm. but you send chaos to them and you choose which ones to send it to and whatnot so it's it's a bit of fun it's just a quick free party game and uh everyone who has Nintendo Online now owns it, so might as well jump in and give it a shot. Nice. Speaking of uh, other cool Nintendo Switch games, uh, let's talk about Heave Ho, uh, which we played the other day, which is this... God, how do you explain it? So it's an up-to-four-player oh. game. Uh, you'll There's little things of arms, and then you have each button on the controller sort of moves an arm. So your L and R buttons yeah. move. You're your, just ahead moves your with arms. two arms. That's okay. right, and... You got to like climb along uh, like little ropes and swing yourself around to reach the end goal. But the problem is everyone else is also trying to do the same thing. So you have to grab onto them or they grab onto you. You can shake them off of a fart and get them away from you. You can shake them off by farting. That's right. And it goes on like that. And uh, it's quite a chaotic uh, four player experience, but it's a lot of fun at the same time too. It is. I had a lot of fun doing it. We were doing it a lot in... Um... There it is. That's what it looks like over there for anyone watching us live on, on Twitch right now. That's the title and that's what your characters look like. We were having a lot of fun playing it during Generosity. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really funny game. It, it's got no point except just to hold on and find yourself in a little bowl that's like made of ice. So you can't just sort of slide into it. Um, I, I don't even know how to explain this thing, but it was just, it was a lot of fun. You have to jump in and, and check out like a, 
gameplay video mm -hmm. if you want to check it out. Yes. But yeah, I, I loved it. Oh, look, uh, and yeah, so the first time I checked it out, we're going to roll into our shout out at the same time. Our shout out this week goes to Generosity. That's right. Yes. The team at Generosity did another amazing job raising over $33,000 for Cure Cancer Australia. So well done for everyone involved. Well done to everyone that actually joined in um, uh, for the event and that donated and watched the event and all that. It was fantastic to see. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great outcome. Uh, money raised for a great cause. Um, I'm now bolder because of it and so are my legs are now bolder and I've burnt half yes. and I burnt half Callan my tongue a lot of hair for charity uh, for it and yeah it was a uh, look it was a lot of fun uh, very tiring as always but we had fun so yeah just a shout out there at Generosity once again you guys rock in a way there's a shout out to myself saying how much I rock too so it's kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> yep that's all right I mean it's it's true though you did you did a lot Callan lost all his head hair his beard he got his legs waxed by Lucky Bones, all in the name of raising money for charity. He did the same thing last year. The man is crazy. I have all my hair here, see? Yeah, so yeah. by mathematical measurement, Callan is officially a better human than I am. But yeah, big shout out to the gang. Yeah. Joel Benchley, Ryan, Sam. Uh, oh, can I do, a, can I do a, a side swipe shout out that's kind of semi-related? Sure. Which is, which is important because I want to shout out The Romp oh yes actually, the romp he wasn't he wasn't in there so he he didn't do his own segment but he was as much a part of generosity as anybody else that you saw oh i i actually think his role was the most potent of the whole thing because we're man, all that's why we're all exhausted and tired and yeah, man and i walked into this the crew room at the back and i'm like hey everyone sam's cooking tonight and they're like oh i'm gonna buy some stuff instead Wow. But then I walked back like 15 minutes later when I heard the news. I'm like, guys, actually, the romp is cooking tonight. He used to be a professional chef. I advise. Sam is good. I advise you stick around. And um, yeah, um, went and had some of romp's food and it didn't disappoint. So well done, romp. It was some of the most amazing food. It was so yes. good. Uh, romp <laughs> cooked up and fed like something between 15 and 20 of us. And it wasn't just like this one big meal. He had like different dishes and some of it was gluten-free. He had marinated beef, he had fried chicken, he had like soy eggs, he had rice there, he had pickled vegetables. It was just incredible. And there was just so much there. It was such great quality and there was so much food there for everyone. It was healthy and it was delicious and you could get your fill as much as you needed. Like mm. it was just incredible what he did. And The Romp, uh, just spelled T-H-E-R-O-M-P, he does stream. Check him out if you can sometime. He didn't get a chance to like promote himself because he didn't even want to. He's like, oh no, I don't care about having a segment. I literally just want to come in and help and feed everybody. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, my shout out this week goes to the Rump. You're a legend, brother. Um, yeah, nice mine one. went to Generosity and the Rump who's inside Generosity too. So it yes. Is. All right, well that's, that's it for our shout outs this week. Okay, guys, let's roll into our review of Returnal. And this is where we'd normally have a uh, trailer play, but I was too lazy to, to put one up. Nice. So, Episode 101, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's all down here I from thought here. you were going to go all in. I, I was like, research, did the picture. I, I know, I know. I, I was going to, but I'm still tired from the weekend, so. I understand, um, I understand. It was just hard to get the motivation. Be. Anyway, let's go into it. Uh, let's do it. This is our review this week of Returnal. Returnal is developed by House Marquis, I think the name is. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. And is published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It is a PS5 exclusive, so they've just rolled out another PS5 exclusive Xbox. Hurry up, please. Uh, it is a third-person action-adventure roguelike game. So for those that don't know what a roguelike game is, is when you die during a um, roguelike game, you actually go back to the start of the game. You've got to progress again. But the whole point of a roguelike game is that every time you restart, you get a bit more powerful in a certain way, and you come back and makes all the future challenges easier and more manageable. So you'll die mm-hmm. lots, but you'll restart again. And and games known for this are Dead Cells, um, Slade Aspire, and of course, most recently, Hades, which all did yes. it fantastically, this style. So this is the, probably the first time we've seen like a triple A style roguelike come out. Yeah, that, ooh, I think you might be right, yeah. I mean, well, no, it wasn't triple A, you're right. There was, the one I compare it to the most was... Um, Outer Wilds, but that was more of an indie game as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, pretty much you play as Celine. You've crash landed on a mysterious planet. You must escape, but Celine's stuck in a time loop. Every time she dies, she goes back to the ship and she realizes this and um, she's like, what the hell's going on? Then you find past broadcasts of yourself. And you're like, wait a second, what's going on? Like, how many times has this happened? So it's all a bit, uh, it's all a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's a bit full on. It's uh, you know it's meant to leave you intentionally full of questions and um, to get into like the good stuff about this game straight away. The story is genuinely intriguing straight away. Like you mm-hmm. walk in and you, you know, um, I don't know how much it's a spoiler. It's at the very first scene, but you find a dead astronaut and it's your own self, and that's the whole game. Where yeah. you're like, wait, that's me. What's going on? And then you slowly start to remember that you're dying and restarting. Uh, and that's that's within the first time that you die and restart. So that's yes. the whole premise. And it just gets very interesting because there's all like beautifully designed creatures everywhere. It's it's extremely Geiger or Giger, however you want to pronounce his name, uh, influenced from the Aliens movies, like mm-hmm. a lot. This just looks like Prometheus uh, without a license. Yeah, Prometheus the game, pretty much. Um, yep. But yeah, um, yeah. It's a, as I said, it's a third person, uh, almost like a bullet hell shooter. So... Uh, you use guns to kill your enemies, but there's a lot of projectiles coming your way. So you have to get around it by either killing the enemy first or dodging. There's a very good dodge button, which gives you a second of invulnerability, plus jump out of the way and all these sorts of things like that. Um, like ro- other roguelikes, you go from room to room um, and there's like bad guys to kill or something to solve or get through the room, etc. Um, and yep. then eventually that leads on to bosses and then on to the next biome and so forth. And another thing worth mentioning that roguelikes do a lot is that they are procedurally generated. So every yes. time you die, the world is a little bit different or the rooms are just placed in a different order. Yes. They're not all completely different. They just, no. you'll you'll run straight into a room full of enemies or yep. you won't see enemies for like three or four rooms. Yeah, but then you start to understand what the room makeup generally is when you go into a room. You're like, I know what this how this room works, et cetera, yep. et cetera. So there's a bunch of different weapons in the game. Uh, and these are also random on how you, you get them. So you get no choice over the weapon. They just sort of drop out of chests. There's like pistols, yep. a shotgun type, uh, a couple of machine gun types. There's like um, launcher types as well. Um, so there's a bunch of different types of weapons. I think the most frustrating thing with the weapons got to me is that I fell in love with like the carbine. Now, in something like a, like Hades or, or or even Slater Spire, you choose what ca- class you want to play as in Slater Spire, right? 
because you, you fall yeah. in love with them. In Hades, you can choose what weapon to play with. It's like, all right, I love dual blades or, or, or the shield or whatever, so I choose those. In this, I love the carbine, yep. but I don't get a choice. It's random every time, uh, which is really annoying, especially if you're in a sticky situation and you've only got, like, the shotgun and you're fighting, like, enemies that are really far off. It's not very good. It's very hard to do. Um, so things like that was a bit annoying. It would have been nice if... Um, Maybe at the start in the ship, you could just take out a weapon from the ship or something like that as you start yeah, off. Yeah, even if, like, they didn't, like, people kept saying, oh, don't compare this to Hades, or you're going to have a bad time. Well, you know what, like, I don't care. Once something that good comes out that's in the same genre, yeah. that's what things get compared to, like, well, like you, what you, Breath you, of the Wild did you, for open world yeah, games. Yeah, you're allowed to compare the same genre of games. I'm not mm. comparing this to Dark Souls or, or Zelda, yeah. which are totally different, like... It, 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 yeah. Like when Elden Ring comes out, I'll be comparing that to Dark Souls and Bloodborne and these sorts of games because yeah, they're the, souls like you games. Compare it to the best previous version. So yeah, yeah, a, a lot of people are like, don't go into this comparing it to Hades. That's you know being unfair to it. I'm like, no, no, no it's not. No, no, it's completely fair. You should be able to judge yeah. it against its type. Because this, when something that good comes out, it's not like oh well, you know, nothing else. It's like well, now people should be taking notes. So when Breath of the Wild came out. No open world game works anymore unless you can access all areas or climb everything. Yes. Because of Breath of the Wild, like that's what did that. Mm -hmm. And everything gets like compared to it. It doesn't matter if it's just like you're in space or you're in the wild, wild west or whatever. It's still, it's like, it's an open world. This is a new mechanic that works. Someone figured it out. Well done. So if there's mechanics in Hades that made Hades like the nine and the 10 game that it is and the game of the year for many outlets last year, mm -hmm. then those things, you know, should fairly be implemented. And to be fair, Returnal was probably well underway during the making of oh, Hades. Oh, of course, so of course. It's not something well, that they could add now. But having thought of that, like what you were saying about the weapons in Hades, it's so awesome that you can like, you don't just get a choice of weapons for your loadout. You have to work so hard to earn the right kind of currency to use to buy that weapon mm -hmm. slowly after multiple, multiple playthroughs. And when you finally earn it, you get the choice to use it Yes. whichever playthrough you want because yes. you've earned that like yes slowly but you get to keep yes. it which exactly is so nice. and, and that's a big thing i think in roguelikes which makes them good is that you get those slow power increments throughout the game like hades did it well with the weapon choice you put extra things in the hp or things like this etc etc um so in returnal the permanent upgrades you get um like a sword you get a, a grappling hook thing um you know little things like this that help you traverse the environment that's about it. Yeah. Your health doesn't go up. You can't put extra points in your health. You you can't choose your starting weapon and things like that. Um, you find artifacts throughout the game and you can start with an artifact, but you've got to pay currency to use it. And the currency is quite yep. rare. Um, it is, and you use it throughout your playthroughs anyway. Exact, exactly. So, like, because you know at the start of Slate of Spire, the whale, the whale will give yes. you something random at the start. It's like... Right, yep. you can have a random artifact or you can have three turns with no enemies and, and, and stuff like this. I feel like there almost yeah. should have been something like that, that you get a I random... I thought that's what it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, instead of having to pay for it each time. like That would have been a cool thing. So, like, oh, cool, what, what artifact do I get this time? Sweet. Um, uh, free healing at low health, awesome. Or 10% extra flat damage across the board, awesome. You know, things like this. So yeah. you've got to pay for it and then it could be a shit one anyway and then you're just <laughs> like, the fuck did I just pay for yeah, I wish I kept that money for the playthrough. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, so there's lots of non-permanent upgrades and you can get these things called parasites, which is, have a good and bad effect on them. 
And again, at the same time, I found myself starting to avoid them as I played the game because I felt like the pad effects were too harsh at times. Um, yeah, same. It can be stuff like fall damage, which is horrible. Um, or, yeah. or every time you do a thing called like overload your weapon, which is like the quick reload, you take damage and that's horrific. That is horrific because you're constantly using this or you're just running in circles not being able to reload quickly. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've just felt a little lost. But, look, I think it's a very smooth, beautiful game. Like, it runs beautifully. It looks gorgeous. The gunplay is very, very fun. It's very fast. There's always something going on, um, yeah, etc. The, the traversal feels good, and the gunplay is very nice. But I'm going to have to disagree with it looks beautiful. It doesn't look beautiful. It doesn't look like a PS5 exclusive. It doesn't look like the first game... That's not a remake. The first real PS5 next generation exclusive. It's, it just looks like a PS4 game, like a like a good PS4 game, um, and it's like maybe the particle effects is the only thing that probably takes it there. But aside from that, most of this game is a one tone color, and then when you finally get to the next biome, it's a different tone, but mostly that tone as well. There's not like these rich alien worlds to discover. There's not like even such. If it was still that like gray, blue, black that it is for the first six hours, then at least add some like, you know, like yellow fire somewhere or, you know, some, some green flames somewhere that lights the walls differently or, or creates lighting effects and shadow as you walk past. But there's none of that. It's gloomy. There's some fog. I feel like it's just quite basic for a game that is touted as this is untouchable. Mm -hmm. Unless you have one of the most rarest consoles on the planet, this is the next generation exclusive here it is. Mm -hmm. And the other one that they have that's exclusive is a remake, but it's another game that you play in a loop around in a circle that's gray and blue and brown. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. so ready for Ratchet yeah. and Clank look, right now. Look, in, that's what I need. in terms of the biomes, you start off with the bluey biome, then you go to a red biome, then you go to a brown biome. Yeah. Um, Where the green at? I think, I think there's like five or six biomes. I actually didn't get to the end of this yet. Um, because yeah. the, the other, another reason for this is because... It, it, in terms of the progression of the game, like the other roguelikes, you can normally get through them. Well, I think I've done Hades in an hour, mate, under an yeah. hour. Um, same with uh, <laughs> Slated Spire, etc. Like Dead Cells as well. Dead Cells is quite quick to go through once you got quite strong. In this, there's a lot of biomes, um, but then also getting into the next one, it will take a couple of hours to get from biome to biome, etc. I found anyway, and this is a big killer. There is no mid-save feature. So, for example, if you want to keep... Now, I'm not saying have a save feature in the game where it's like, oh, we're going to say I might die here. Yep. If you die, you should yep. always go back to the start. But I should be able yes. to save the game two hours in and go to bed or go out and get some milk or something like that without having to leave the game paused um, to come back to the same spot. Because if I exit the game, it takes me back to the start again. Now, I should be able to just... Leave it at oh, that point. Man, now, if so I bad. die to the next bad guy after loading that save, whatever, that save's gone, I go back to the very start. That's 100% cool. I'm cool with that because it's a roguelike. That's how roguelikes are. But exactly. just because it is a longer playthrough, which will take you several hours, probably even when you get to the very end game, will take you a couple of hours to get through a whole playthrough. It's a long time for a lot of people, especially this day and age, to sit down at a game and, and, and just keep going at it, you know? And then... People's PlayStations have updated in the middle of their pause screen, so then they've had to go back to the start anyway. It's been all this sort of shit. But anyway, um, I hate I hate that that's happened on the on the first day. As soon as that thing loaded up and said, 
hey man, you can't actually say, but if you use the PlayStation, if you use the thing that is not our software and the separate hardware system, you can come right back to where you're up to. And they tell you that in the tutorial. And already I was like, bro, don't trust the hardware with your game, like as one of your mm-hmm. mechanics. Yeah. That's a whole thing that they're giving away. And it's like, how, how are you trusting them? And then lo and behold, the very first night, the one thing they didn't count on, everyone's talking about it this morning. Like, oh, I got in like a really good run. I was two and a half hours through. I just put my PlayStation rest mode so I could go to sleep, woke up. Oh, there was an update. So automatic restart. It's like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Very rough. All right. So what do you give the game, Carl? I personally give it a seven. Okay. Um, I I did. I normally just don't like these games at all. So I went in going like, I'm trying to be open-minded here. Um, And the thing that got me the most was just the the boring visuals. I would have pushed through more if there was more exciting things room to room. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, aside from that, it, it felt way better than I thought it was going to. The traversal feels fantastic. The jumping is awesome. The gunplay is actually really good. The story is interesting. So that's what's pulling me through more mm. than the environments. Uh, and I also really enjoyed the uh, the gameplay of, uh, oh, which we forgot to mention, the gameplay of not getting hurt. Because if you kill three guys without getting hurt, you upgrade your, your um, adrenaline. And you can go up to 15 adrenaline oh, yes. and they add yeah, things like yeah. uh, better guns or you can see bad guys through walls if they're a threat or different like stronger yeah. melee attacks uh, and that happens so it, there's a fun little you know meta game there of instead of it being hard it's kind of extra hard because mm. you just can't get touched at all but yeah. I, that's kind of fun for me i like that yeah, yeah. uh yeah i gave it 8.6 look I, f- I think it's a good i think it's a very good game um i think it's a great exclusive for the platform as well so well done sony I just think, yeah, just a no mid save feature would have liked to see more perm upgrades for it. I'll keep pushing on because I do really enjoy roguelikes, but I feel like for me to push this right up into the nines, it needed that permanent progression that keeps you feeling stronger every run. I just don't feel that. And that's a big knock on it for me. But everything else I have sort of, you know, enjoyed, even though I had knocked it very hard in this review. But it's fair to put that out there so people can hear yeah. um, what it is because it's, it's, it's not all potatoes and gravy. That's true. It's, <laughs> I, and it, I'm seeing a lot of praise and, you know, like, well done. That's really cool because they did jump out and do something that's not in their genre as well, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty big deal. And it did come out really awesome. It is a beautiful game and it feels good to play, which I guess is the most important part of a video game is that the minute to minute gameplay feels fun. Yeah. And that is the case with this. So, yeah. yeah. Seven. Okay. okay. And that was Returnal. Boom. 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 Okay, folks, on to the questions now. So load up those questions into the chat here. Remember, we're doing this live on Twitch. You can always find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash GameTrainTwitch. On Facebook, facebook.com slash GameTrainPodcast. On Twitter, at GameTrainTalk. On Instagram, at GameTrainPodcast. And Carl, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical. Uh, And I'm here every weeknight at 9 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I play music on Wednesdays, Mario Kart Mondays, and make up the rest. Uh, or you can just go www.thelyrical.com to check out all my original music or covers and all that stuff on uh, all the other links that it's on there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, so no one's dropped a question into, into chat yet, so it's fucking great. Not yet, no. Well, are we, uh, we're officially in... Oh, we're, we're in questions right now. So, guys, if you have any questions for us, like Callan said, 
Yeah. Hit us up about anything to do with either oh, um, here we go. our review game. Genghis Twan. I think this one's at me. Will you be playing Mass Effect Legendary? No. Ooh, wow. Yes, I will. I don't, I'm definitely I don't, jump I don't really care for a 10-year-old game I haven't played. Wow. Um, didn't sound like that when you played Demon Souls. You were all over that on PlayStation. Yeah, but that's the... day one. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but that was a remake not a remaster different oh was it okay there he is there yeah, he is yeah <laughs> uh, that's good. true uh therefore my question is to your assistant carl okay please ask all right the uh, ask the question i'm waiting yeah this should be good i wonder if it's um river raid related uh, probably Probably. That, he asked that in our bloody 100th episode. He had to. Come yep. on, uh, we're waiting on you, Dev Paul. All right, yeah. so. Well, mate, we can, we, we, can, we, we can move on and finish the episode, Dev Paul, and your question gets lost. Or you can ask What's the question. Doing? I don't know. Is he researching it? Is he? Is he thinking up a question now? And went, this one's for... This hey, one's Kyle, for do Kyle. you have um, any mom, other mom, shirt... Mom, mom. Do you have any other shirt than the green one, which it seems you wore every day at Generosity? What did I wear? A green shirt? I wore black shirts every day at Generosity. Yeah. Does he mean this one? This is my jacket. I don't know. This is super thick canvas. Maybe he means this one. I don't know. And no, I only brought the one jacket to uh, to Generosity because I didn't think it was going to be as cold as it was actually. Yeah, it's very true. Um, all right, folks. Thanks for all the questions. That was great. That was really good. No, thank you, Dad. Paul, that was good. Yeah. yeah you should oh, that Genghis Twan. When time. is the next Gen Oz? Whenever you feel like it, Twan. Well, there is the next official one that's partnered with PAX, and uh, which is in Melbourne in October, and yeah. they're going to take over the Wombat stage like they did two yes. years ago. Yes, yes, yes. We are. So Carl's calling us Zay because Carl left. I left what? <laughs> no, I'm making a joke. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, should we host one in the sunny coast? Might be hard to do that, Genghis Twan, for lots of reasons. Host one in the sunny coast. Yeah, we could do it. We can do anything. Callan is a coast is a is a coast host host coast professional. He's hosted his own generosity before have, in Melbourne. I have. I'm actually the only. I'm the only person other than Joel that's hosted their own generosity now. Wow, look at that. Look I, at that flex. I know, look at that flex. I'm like, Joel, Joel's like, you're like mini Joel. I'm like, oh my God. Look at that humble brag. That's uh, good. Humble That's brag. good. That's what humble, you want. Humble brag, folks. <laughs> um, Paulie Kwan, I have a question, please. 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 Uh, just, you know what? Feel free to just write the actual question instead of announce the question. Yeah, yeah stop play. announcing questions rather than <laughs> asking play them the horn. because of the whole delay thing. Yeah, wow. Oh, man, I'm going to have to change my lane train now. Wow, what's your... Okay, I guess so. Yep. Wow, Paulie. Okay, I think he, right. Paulie Kwan is uh, doing a bit. And it's yeah. a good one. Yeah, it's this a good... This is good, it's... but let's go. All right, here we go. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Resident Evil. Do you have a favorite Resident Evil game? Oh, that is. That's a good question. It is. Uh, there it is. Two. Yeah, Code Veronica. Two. Resident Evil 2. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your questions. Now, we've got to finish off this episode. So let's roll into, first up, the Lamb Train.
Okay, Carl, what's your lame train? Well, I uh, mentioned my lame train already, which is that we're already halfway through this year and the new consoles came out in November and PlayStation's exclusive next generation titles all are like are all just loop based games that are blue and gray and brown and sometimes red. Oh, well, it's probably better than Xboxes, which is zero. I would rather zero. I'd rather just be waiting for Halo. And actually, Xbox's game situation has forced them into my love train, which I'll talk to you after your lame train. Okay. Uh, mine was, Joel, where's my transitions? Oh, yeah. But yeah I, I'm, I'm going to change that to everyone that goes in chat, I've got a question. And then wait <laughs> 10 seconds to ask the question. Just ask the goddamn question. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, oh, look, Dad Paul's got a question for you there. Yeah, so he did it. He did it in one line. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Even though the question's well dumb. Um, <laughs> I love, I I love you guys. all, and I thank you all for your questions so much. Thank you. But yeah, John, where's my transitions? Oh, my God. Let's go. Okay. Love train. All right. Love train. Let's do it. Shotgun first. Hit me. Uh, generosity. Yeah. We talk about this. Hey. We talk about this ad nauseum, but we, it was such a good time again. I love it. So much fun. It will always be my love trainer following a generosity, I feel. Uh, 33K raised. Tremendous effort. Uh, good times. Uh, let's not rush past that too quickly, like a side note. $33,000 was raised by generosity for cure cancer in this segment like, that we did in over like five days, yeah. which is bonkers, bananas and incredible. Like it's just people donating their time and giving themselves over to generosity to help with whatever they can do, like mm -hmm. the rump cooking or us just running around being idiots and mm -hmm. making sure people are happy and fed and satisfied and comfortable or people doing like full segments, music, gaming, whatever. They're giving everything they have just to raise money for this course. So $33,000 is pretty massive. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, I love the sleep segment, waking up those those boys all night during the sleep segment was amazing. That was, Carl, that was hilarious. Carl, can you, please, can you please be in the sleep segment next time, please? No, I'll, I'll be the schleebomb. No way, you're not doing shit. You're going to go to sleep with the rest of them. I'm going to sit behind that desk. No, no. You're like, like, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, Callan's um, in there sleeping. Uh, at the at the end, but you hear me giggling through half the stuff going on <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how about you? What's your love train? My love train is uh, like I was talking about because of PlayStation's exclusives. Um, you know, being so dull, but still they have exclusives, so they've at least been working on that. But xbox doesn't have any of that so my love train is because of that xbox have become so good at like padding out everything else that they do have and their initiatives to make all their games accessible and all their existing games play as best as they possibly can for free when when available like as if you're a um if you have a subscription to xbox game pass everything just gets added on mm. uh like at no extra cost, which is beautiful. And things like smart delivery, where they upgrade their games to the Series X versions for free instead of making you buy another copy. And things like the FPS boost, where they're boosting as many games as they can right up to that 120 frames per second. Uh, they just released a list of 70 new ones two days ago. Check that out. Check out Xbox FPS boost games and see there's a whole bunch of games that they're upgrading. Uh, and just their drive to push 
backwards compatibility and all that kind of stuff. That's my love train at the moment because I just got that list recently and saw the FPS boost. And I'm like, I'm just loving this. They're giving it their all and they're really, really trying to put the fans up front. Yeah. So um, I'm loving that. Yeah, it's good. Um, we just had someone else say Godfall is another PS5 exclusive. <laughs> at least that's colorful. Yeah, but it was bad. It was so bad. What's going on, PlayStation? Uh, These guys just knock it out the park. It's oh, Ratchet, and Ratchet and Clank will be like a Ratchet 9.5. Clank. There we go. We've already it's, done our yeah. Ratchet uh, review. All right, on to the heart train. Here we go. Nice. Almost hit the land train. Whoopsie. Okay, hot train. What are you hyped for? What are you excited for? I'm excited that June is only next month and E3 season is like so close. Yay. I'm so ready for that. And also June in general is just going to be awesome. That's when Ratchet and Clank drops. That's when the Nintendo um, Garage game comes out. Rick and Morty new season is then. Tony Hawk 1 and 2 uh, remake is coming out on the Nintendo Switch on the 25th. Like June is packed and that's not even including all the extra things we're going to hear about or the shadow drops but i'm excited for june that's my hype train nice oh, i'm very excited for resident evil 8 that comes out in just a couple of hours from now very excited um Ooh, yeah 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 uh tall woman very good um <laughs> yes, get, yes. getting chased by the tall woman now i played the demo as i said uh, it's, it's pretty fun so i i watched a um a catch up on resident evil 7 last night to just sort of get caught up to the story and all that again. It went for about 15 minutes. Uh, I recommend you do call, the same, just so you remember, because it's been four years since seven. Yep, of and, course, and this is very tightly tied because you're playing as the same protagonist again. Yeah, and that did end really weird. Uh, but actually, I saw there was extra stuff in the DLC, which tied up the ending a bit better. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, now, look, I'm really looking forward to Resident Evil 8. Uh, oh, sorry. The oh, re- sleepy yeah, boy. Yeah, sleepy oh, boy. Jesus, sleepy, sleepy boy. boy. Um, the review so far um, that everyone's done has been pretty good. And that takes us into our next segue. Is that our review next week will be Resident Evil 8. Yes, sir. The 8 Resident Evil game. So we'll be checking all that out. Remember, guys, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash Twitch On Twitter, at GameTrainTalk, Facebook, facebook.com slash GameTrainPodcast. Anything else before we go, Carl? That's it. Oh, actually, like Paulie Kwan said, y'all forgetting Mario Golf in June. That's right. So drop that in as well. That's going to be unreal. Thank you, Paulie Kwan. Thank you. Thanks for, for checking us out, guys. All right, guys. Until next time, this has been Game Train. Oh.